Welcome to New Hope Underground. Today's episode is entitled, Well, That Is Not What I Expected, and Blubber on Fire. And now here are your hosts, Darren Hansen and Drew Hansen. Holy cow, it's July already. Watch out! That's right, stuck up on us. Boom! Freaking July, man. We're in July, we're recording in July. Gonna give this out to people in July. July 4th. Hey, welcome to New Hope Underground. I am Darren Hansen. I am Drew Hansen. What's up, Drew? Oh, you know, just... uh, Been working. Been working, slaying some espresso or something like that. I don't know. That's what cool espresso kids call it. Espresso that will change the world. I'd like to think so. If As long as, long as uh, you know, me or Mitch p- pulling it, we're good. Okay, now, be honest. How do you think... What better chance do you have of changing the world, through your espresso or through this podcast? Hmm. If you are in a coffee shop right now and you are drinking an espresso and listening to this podcast, that's the perfect combination. <laughs> so it's a combination. of yeah. your whole life's work. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, hey, welcome to the world, you world, because it's now a <laughs> better place. Because well, welcome of to us. the world. Welcome to the world, you world. Mm-hmm. It's a better place now because of espresso and this podcast, especially, which all fifteen people are listening to. But anyway, hey, we're glad to have you. We're making a difference. We're we're trying. We're trying really hard. So we're having, we're having a good time. And today we've got a great show. Doctor Reed is back in the studio. Doctor Reed's so back. Good. And then uh, we've got does some great use, stuff to talk about. Use, culture comment. Does he use a British accent? No, not this time. Dr. Reed. I'm sure he can, He can, you know, do that whenever he feels I feel, like I it. I feel bad every time I use a British accent. I talk very slowly, and it's like, I wonder if that's insulting to them, you know? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Reed. I think the fact that you're trying to do it at all is insulting. Uh, maybe. Potentially. I don't know. Potentially. I don't know. Just, just I don't know. I'm not there. insulted when someone does an American accent. I'm like, oh, that's fascinating. Well, when you lived in Paris and you were speaking French to people, how did they feel about that? Well, yeah, they're fine. Did they comment they on how it. fast you were, how slow you were, or your your no, accent? No, they were generally really nice, which I was not accept. I was not expecting that. You think you thought they'd be a little cruel? I thought they'd be mean. But there was know. there was one like waiter dude, but I also went to a restaurant right next to like the big touristy area. That that guy was mean, but I also had another waiter who was super cool. So, so you think the touristy areas they'd be nice because no, that's how they make their money? No, he he didn't want me to try to fumble through French. He's like, just speaking English. I oh, can I speak got English. you. I got you. He's so used to the English. Yeah, and he's probably better speaking English than French. I got you. Yeah, I mean, when I lived in Germany, nobody wanted to speak German. They all speak English. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the cool kids speak English. Yeah, anytime I try to speak German, they would just reply in English and say, "Yeah, just stick to that." Yeah, yeah. A lot of the young people are like obsessed with uh, American culture. It's very interesting. Yeah, you're not kidding. Yeah, of course they didn't. I'd say I'm from middle of Illinois, and they're like, "Where's that? Is that close to New York?" I'm like, no. <laughs> we used like, to. I've been to France more times than I've been to New York. <laughs> <laughs> That's saying something. Yeah. We had. A, I remember back in. Back in my day, back in the old when days, I lived in Ger- when I did live in Germany, it was really interesting because you could get in trouble as a military person by selling, uh, by ordering lots of Levi's jeans and selling them to Germans. Ooh, because they were very business. expensive, and they wanted to buy them all the time. And 
it was really interesting because their culture, at least at the time when I was there, was so into the American West. Hmm. It was just weird. They wanted you, cowboy hats, jeans, and whatever they could get. You their think hands you can on. do that with other brands? Like you think someone's out there like failing trying to sell Wranglers? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure you, you know they're buying like, Wranglers and putting Levi like tags on them. Made, I don't know. made in China. <laughs> <laughs> But you could you could really get in trouble if you actually try to sell them. It's kind of it was it was weird. But anyway, so hey, that was a great topic. Yeah, sorry. Nothing like, no, so, I mean, sometimes I forget. Just never really I'm, thought about that before. Sometimes I forget this is a podcast and like there's other people listening, and I'm like I'm just talking to you. <laughs> well, what's great is we go from what I was trying to say was it's great we go from like accents. All the way to selling jeans in a black market hey, situation. We don't have this fancy piece of paper telling us what to talk about in the intro. Good thing, because we'd be boring. Yeah, who, if that was the case. No one wants that. No one wants that. We don't want that. So anyway, I got an incredible story for you today. Buckle up. One of those great Buckle stories. It's uh, that's always you know hidden somewhere, a hidden gem. Uh, but uh, just this last week. Uh, there was a man who went over to his friend's house in Connecticut uh, just to help him out move some furniture around. Just some uh, Connecticut dudes. I think he might have actually been moving into the house. <clears throat> and they were moving like a couch or something. I'm not sure exactly what they were moving. And um, he walked into the living room or one of the extra rooms. And all of a sudden, he fell through the floor into a 30-foot well. Whoa! Not even kidding. And when the article this? said splashing into the water below. 30 feet down. In, yeah, in the guy's living room. Whoa. I mean, he, he fell through the floor. Did he find anything he, down there? Oh, he was hurt. Well, yeah. I mean, he was he was okay, and they got Whoa. him out. He said uh, he was he was he was pretty um, confident that they would get him out and everything, but he he said it was the beginnings of hypothermia. <laughs> How long was he down there? I don't know. I don't know. I can't imagine it being... Well, uh, hypothermia sets in when the body gets below f- freezing. Yeah, it's, it's summertime. So I, I'm really confused as to what he was talking about. So this happened just recently? Yeah, it just happened. Hmm. So I'm not sure exactly what happened, but all I know is that he... The, can you just, I just... I guess the thing that surprises me about this story is can just... Can you imagine this? I mean, you're just moving a piece of furniture yeah. in your living room. So how the long, last t- the last place I expect wait, to fall into he, a well was he moving in is in the living room. He was helping a friend move. He was in. helping a friend move into and a apparently new house. The, the house was built huh. a long time. You know, it was old house and it was floorboards, and apparently they just they just covered up the well with floorboards. So it was like a piece of <laughs> plywood. <laughs> it covers, covers up the uh, hole that goes in the center of the earth. Um, yeah, you think like that would be covered in like the, like the, the, what do you call that? Um, the Zillow bio, you know, yeah, you <laughs> like, like two bedroom <laughs> apartment, newly refurnished, nice bathroom, granite countertops and a 30 foot well in the living room. In the living room. <laughs> Underneath the floorboards. <laughs> there's not even a foundation. There's not, there's nothing over it. It's know. floating. Because it, you can't, because what if you need the well? You know I mean? You got to be able to access. They got to get to it. You don't need that well. Well, I, I and I'm I really am doubting. It's just maybe it's just me. I did, it wasn't in the article. I'm just speculating, but I really am doubting that the owner of this house had any clue about that. There's no way he wouldn't have fallen through. 
Well, he wasn't. He wasn't the one. It was his friend. That fell. Well, he would have told the guy, "Hey, be careful about moving furniture in here. There's a big hole." In- <laughs> well, I'm not so. There's no thing. Was they were in the living room. I mean, he, he probably even if he did know, he just assumed that his floor is going to hold up. <laughs> <laughs> but but I don't think he probably knew. Surely he got his his uh, his safety deposit back right well don't i would think don't you think if you're gonna build something even if it is back in the day you'd put a lid on the well or like i don't know do some, i don't know i i don't really understand you can still, how you wells can put work a lid on it and still get to it later right i mean it's not like you, i don't understand how wells work i really don't that's just <laughs> confession time I've, i'm like well you just get buckets, but sometimes there's pumps and like I don't. The only way it's the guy twenty twenty just yeah. get your water from the faucet. You know, the only way the guy was rescued <laughs> is a dog named uh, Lassie was barking at the fire department. Yeah, Timmy fell in a well. See and uh, see, the yes, only time did. I hear about wells room. is when people fall in them or there's something in it. Yeah, it's like well, like you hear certain- Timmy for Lassie this. <laughs> This guy in Connecticut, whoever he is, and then the the well, ring girl with the long hair and Samara. You hear these Ooh, stories. I thought that was the guy from Lord of the Rings. Sure. Both, uh, she does both. Yeah, okay. Uh, you hear these stories about like kids getting stuck in wells and things like that and people, you know, big rescue operations to get them out. But I've never heard of a guy falling out of his living room through the floor. <laughs> uh, I feel, I mean, I feel bad laughing at this, but on the other hand, no, I don't. No, it's, no, it's don't pretty feel funny. Bad. He's, it's, fine. he's fine. He's fine. So it's fine. You know. It's hilarious. Uh, just a tip for some underground nation listeners and your loved ones. If you're looking for a house, just maybe stomp <laughs> on the floor a few times. <laughs> if you can't ask, just because yeah. in this case, the guy probably said, what are you talking about? A, like, is there a well? Yeah. Just ask, you know. Is a realtor, was a realtor aware of this? I like, don't know. And in the living room area, we've got about 12 by 12 space. Uh, we got some nice uh, molding structures. we got a well underneath the floor, but don't worry about that. And then we have the <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> we got a, a giant a giant hole that goes to the center of the It's earth. just about 30 feet down, but I wouldn't worry yeah, about it. it, it I mean, this wood's fine. Yeah, don't worry about the it. floor's it, fine. You don't, you don't need it. <laughs> so the guy, the guy that bought the house just like, man, am I a sucker? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Just the whole thing, just so surreal. And what kind of insurance do you have? Insurance for that? <laughs> is that on your homeowners? I don't know. Like if somebody if somebody comes on your property and falls into a well through your floor, <laughs> then again, like I don't know how wells work. I definitely don't know how insurance works. <laughs> it's all the same. They both give you a sinking feeling. Oh, oh, oh. Mr. Pun, that's who I am. So anyway, <laughs> welcome very, to New Hope Underground, the home of puns. Yes, anyway. so good. Yeah, I mean, I was I wasn't sure. Sometimes you in the you in segments randomly, and I'm like, eh, are we gonna end? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh no, okay, okay. No, cool. we're not gonna end on that. Oh, not that no. note. We've got other notes to end on. I don't know. It just, it just, it just seemed like so, like a classic line to end it on. Did. I don't it know did. why. However, I've got more to talk about, and that is we just right. put up our Facebook polls. We only, we had a few votes anyway. For we had two stories going against each other. Who had the you know which story was the best? We got a winner. We've got uh, had two polls. One story was the uh, one story winner was the pickle assault. Okay, if you remember that story, oh, the guy. Oh, in Vermont. how how could I not? How can you forget that? That one by landslide. What's with all these guys in the Northeast? Yeah. What's going on? I don't know. There? It's weird. The other one that won by a landslide is the mysterious pizza deliveries. 
Mm, that was a good one. Yeah, we really need to put the mysterious pizza delivery story up against the pickle story and see what happens. Hmm. Those are the two, two, what, what would two you stories choose? at one. What would you choose? I can't help but laugh. I laughed harder at the pizza delivery story. Yeah, that, that headline was hilarious. Nine to ten years of a guy I, getting. I love how you text. You texted it to me, and I read the headline. I was like, "What?" I know. And it, it was like Fox News. I'm like, "This is legit yeah. news." Yeah, legit this news. Is I don't know. Yeah, that guy in that's, Belgium. That's probably what I would vote for. Yeah, I got when I got home. Your mom said, "There's no way we're moving to Belgium." I'm like, yes, we are. Uh, if that house go. comes available yeah. and it's still receiving deliveries multiple yeah. times a day, I'm, I'm there. I'm, I'm going there and I'm quitting my diet. And I'm not <laughs> complaining. Yeah, I'm just going to give up on the whole diet. That's for sure. <laughs> Probably need to anyway. Oh, stop it. You, you do, stop You're it. doing great. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're running You're running throughout Tahiti or whatever. You're running through... Is that a place? I feel like that's Yeah, a that's a Tahiti. Yeah. You're running through Japan. Oh, yeah, on, my, on my treadmill. You're running Today, through... Today, the- I walked through Edinburgh, Scotland. Nice. Yeah. That's a nice little stroll. Little, little... Well, I walked and I ran. We weren't, mm-hmm. weren't supposed to. It was like a walking tour, mm-hmm. but it's kind of funny with the guy stopping and telling you things, but you're still running. It's kind of weird, but... Oh, that is interesting. It's kind of cool, though. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. So, that we had that poll... Uh, happen and that was uh, pretty much i'm, I'm kind of hoping some of you might get involved in some of our polls that we have because we do have a facebook page now new hope underground check us out and uh, instagram of course at new hope underground so don't forget about that and uh drew before we leave here and move on with the rest of the show yeah uh what what advice would you give to someone who has just recently fell into a well through their living room floor shout shout let it all out. The wonderful world of zoology, anthropology, botany, entomology, herpetology. And now, the amazing mind of Dr. Reed. Hey, this is Dr. Reed, and I am back. You are back. I am back. I have uh, been quarantined for a while, and I am now letting myself loose amongst the populace. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so look out, world. I hope you are not the virus itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. It'd be the perfect crime. Welcome back to the studio. Oh, thank you. It's glad. It's good to be back. It's much nicer than my my home studio. Also, the hole in my backyard. I've been recording out. Yeah, of. Yeah, I'm hoping our um, maybe our quality be a little bit better than the FaceTime call. It wasn't too bad. I it was. I was surprised at how yeah. good it came out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you and I are the only ones that listen. Yeah. But at least you know we heard hey. it. <laughs> my voice always sounds good to me. what you got for us today dr reed yeah so it's amazing what's slipping under the radar right now in the news cycle what yeah things slip under the radar yeah the modern news media i know seriously you you think that we're so on it that we'd be getting everything but we're just getting a bit you know a few stories Um, i don't believe it yeah and i i've I found something interesting that actually happened a couple weeks back, and I feel like it's important we revisit it. Um, okay. And just kind of discuss it. Of course. So, uh, June 13th, a f- couple weeks ago, um, a small town called Florence in southern Oregon, right on the coast. Okay. Um, they held a competition to uh, name a, par- a state park they've been working on for a while. In Florence, Oregon. There's in Florence, State Oregon. Park. State Park in Florence, Oregon. They have a plethora, your favorite word, of state parks in Oregon. It's you mean they ask the public? Yeah, so it's just the town voting on it. This is just well, the, the town, town populace. The town populace gets to vote on the name of the new park. Absolutely. And okay. so okay. 
so what happened was a bunch don't of don't tell me it was Parky McPark face. It was <laughs> surprisingly <laughs> it wasn't. Really surprisingly it wasn't. Yeah, okay. It was not. No. Um yeah, so it was just the the locals trying to come up with a few names for this uh this this park that they were gonna vote on. Sure. You gotta think through that history of the area and absolutely that kind uh, of thing. Yeah, and it's it's a really beautiful area, lots of cool dunes and a couple of the options that came up were uh uh, Little Tree Park, uh, Dune View Park, and uh, Rolling Tides. Those ones seem to really catch so on. I'm guessing they're known for these things, like yeah, little yeah. trees. Classic beachfront Oregon, you know. I mean, trees everywhere, dunes. It's a beautiful place. Um, but the winning name is kind of what's what's got me excited and loving this story so much is that out of 856 votes for the name, 439 of them were for Exploded Whale Memorial Park. Exploded whale. Explode like a whale that's exploding or exploded. 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 Like it's happened before and it's a memorial. Exploded whale memorial park. Yeah, yeah. And so now in Florence, Oregon, <laughs> as wait, of, now wait, did, I just have to ask this question. Do they follow through and actually name it this then since Yeah, it it's already named as of oh June 13th. Okay. They actually have a mascot called Flow the whale. <laughs> the town has a mascot now. Awesome. Which is a little bit morbid considering it's an exploded whale. But Flo, but Florence. Flo, Florence. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, Flo the whale is now a mascot for the exploded yeah. whale. Okay. Now, you're going to have to. Now, they're known for the dunes and the little trees. Yeah. I get that. Mm -hmm. But exploded whale? Yeah. So there's definitely history behind this. And I'm familiar with this. This is a big event. Oh, I think I am too. Yeah. Now that you mention it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So go ahead. Most people aren't familiar that, that don't know that this is where this event took place. Um, but 50 years ago, as of last November, so what, 1970 something. 1970. Yeah, 1970 would have been 1970. Good grief! That's I can't believe it's been that long ago. That's crazy. Because I remember this event you're gonna tell. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, I, mean, I remember it as a child but i remember a little bit later as i got older history you know yeah absolutely so um in 1970 on november 12th the uh a, a beach whale was discovered a beach sperm whale a giant adult sperm whale fully grown 45 Huge. 45 length 45 feet in length and about eight metric tons that's that's Huge. a massive whale um they found it on the beach. Found it on the Is beach. Is it in, in Florence? In Florence, at the location that where this memorial state park is, Exploded Whale. Um, so what they decided to do to dispose of this whale, this is back in the 70s. They haven't dealt with this problem in a while. It really doesn't happen a lot. Uh, they thought it was too big to just bury because eventually they'd have to deal with the the methane the smell and there's okay. a lot of homes around where so it's a, lot, it's a lot of problem it's a big problem yeah, it, to try to get rid of this easy. whale for one yeah. and you can't just push it back in because it'll it's just not, you know come right back up so ah. yeah um what they what they decided the state the town of florence in the state of oregon decided would be the best option is to try and explode the whale with a half ton of dynamite <laughs> To blow up the whale. Yeah, an attempt yes. to disintegrate it so that way yes. seagulls, crabs, all other scavengers could just pick it up and eat it before it got too well, small. Well, that makes, that makes sense yeah. initially. Yeah, and you can find this event online to this day. Just type in exploded whale 
1970. It's really the only time this has ever happened because it's not legal anymore because of what a uh, failure it was. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's a terrifying video. I can't believe that there could be a failure with that much dynamite. Yeah. So, so like I said, a whale. yeah. Like, so like I was saying, like the, the thought behind it was disintegrate the whale. What could go wrong? Yeah. S- seagulls will eat it. But unfortunately, what they ended up doing was launching large flaming chunks of whale into the sky. Blubber. Blubber. Fl- flaming blubber. <laughs> only, to, <laughs> only to rain down on the masses. And it actually flattened out cars. Uh, oh, my goodness. Tons of property damage. <laughs> it's, it's insane. It's a crazy now, video. I had read in... That people, a lot of people heard about this event, so they came out to watch, right? Yeah, so yeah. you got you got crowds of people mm-hmm. uh, watching this, and yeah. so this blubber is raining on the crowds as well, right? One of, like, one, one of the funniest things is I watched this video after reading this story, just as a quick reminder of those times and how funny it was. Um, and if you watch in the video, you can see those uh, those beautiful dunes that they wanted to name the park after, where all the spectators <laughs> are standing, only to be showered on by you know bits of whale. <laughs> So, the people in their in their understanding of, of of their town history, yes, decided that this is what the new park needs mm-hmm. to be named. Yes, after this event, yeah. The, Did the, they have a name for the whale? Was they didn't name the whale flow as well, right? No, I'm, I'm sure there's a local name, but nothing really stuck. Why is there a mascot? I'm trying to figure that. Part. Right. <laughs> That's a, it seems weird to create. He's a very cheery mascot, too. He's even got like yeah. one of those little spinny hats on. Yeah. I think that's super funny. He doesn't wear a shirt that says dynamite or something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> or anything like oh, that, gosh, does he? He should. I hope he does. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, it's it's pretty wild in this, out there. In this, in this kind of political politically correct culture we live in that's surprising that they would just they'd go with that yeah it is it is weird i guess the whale was already you know he was dead he was I mean, it's not passed. like you were killing him no exactly yeah but, but raining blubber did it hurt anybody lots of injuries minor I know, injuries i know it smashed cars and stuff but there were people that actually oh, it, got hurt it flattened a car there's some <laughs> footage on there of a car being flattened by whale yeah, it's actually like a news article right i mean people in the news are out there Oh yeah, I mean this, this is this became a big deal. Yeah. This became a big deal. So look it up. Yeah, it's it's disease, 1970 exploding whale. You there did, you go. Yeah, that's it. Fantastic. Well, I tell you what, be kind to sea creatures. Yes. Uh, even if they're dead. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, that's the moral of this story. Yeah, and don't explode anything that can come back down and hurt you. Let me just ask this. I just, I'm just. I'm trying to I'm trying to get my mind around this. This is uh-huh. the last question. I promise yeah. you. Ready? Why didn't they just leave it there? Couldn't it just decompose on its own and like that, seagulls and that's stuff? That's a fair question. But because whales are so massive, you got to think about eight metric tons of a whale decomposing. So like it, that's something that will make miles. Smell. The smell will be unreal. They, I mean, yeah. there, it was already close to homes. So, I mean, you could imagine after a day or two how terrible. So, after that, Even they've, a mile, got, they've got the smell, and they also have injuries. Now they have injuries. And the funny thing and was, damages. they weren't actually able to break up the whale in small enough pieces, so they still had to bury it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the end, yeah, you end up doing yeah. what you, you didn't think you were going to do to begin yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. And, and Oregon actually has passed a lot of new legislation on what to do with, you know, giant beach 50 whales now, years later. 50 years. Florence, Oregon finally names their park. It's about time. Exploded whale. It's about time. I'm glad it's happened.
And now, Culture Comment with Drew Hansen. Hello, and welcome to Culture Comment, where we talk about culture and I comment on it. Yes, you do. Here we go. Here we go again. Because you started a series within a series. Not only are you in Culture Comment, but hello. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do another jingle uh, intro. Uh, we're doing uh, Drew's tips, or no, Drew's keys to cool. Keys or tips? Yeah. Yeah, but to keys cool. to cool. To cool. Get the the two, the key and the ku sound. And last last time we talked about. Uh, last time we talked about fashion. Fashion. And basically, right. in order to be cool, um, one must essentially, um, if you're a male, shop in your grandfather's closet, and if you're a female, shop in your grandfather's closet. Or at Goodwill. <laughs> or, or at whatever. Goodwill. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's yeah. legit advice. Yeah, thank you, Dr. Reed. <laughs> that's backed up by science just Dr. now. Dr. Reed is here with us today. Yeah, hello. <laughs> hello, and welcome to... <laughs> so, so you agree with uh, the uh, what he said about fashion? Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, underground Nation, um, Reed is my brother, and I can back up the fact that we are both cool. So <laughs> learn from the experts. And you both... Do you have a horse shirt? Well, I, I have so many horse shirts. It's hard to keep track of all. Of them. <laughs> I told you. I told you he would. Yeah. yeah, yeah. These guys both have horse shirts. That's right there. That's good enough reason for me. Yeah, you know, I love wildlife shirts. I love you shirts know with like horses. You love deer. the ones that I was talking about with him that look like they come from a carnival. The Napoleon Dynamite shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 the, yeah. Like the velvet. Oh, yeah. Paintings. It's the best. Yeah. See, a lot of people think you, you know, oh, you're just trying to be cool. You're wearing them ironically. Um. I don't think it's that. It's that. It's not ironic where I, we grew up. If you think about it, I know I like it's. It. And honestly, I genuinely think horses look cool. Yeah. Or those kind of shirts look cool. So you it's, know? it's not just the irony. It's no. I think. I think people. There really is a fashion statement for you. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So what's number two? What's number two key to cool? So basically, um, the first one we talked about fashion, right? And today we're talking about food. Food. I like that. Yeah. Fashion. Like pizza. Food. Yeah, pizza. Like man. onion uh, pretzel <laughs> onion. pizza or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> onion, <laughs> delicious. Onion pretzel, cauliflower. No. Yeah. Um, try pizza. See, and this is why I got so upset, <laughs> right? If you think about it, right? I, As a cool, as, as yeah. someone who is cool, mm-hmm. um, you have to basically uh, be a poser foodie. Right. Okay. You have to yeah. be a poser foodie. Yeah. That's true. that's that's it. You have to act like you know about food, even if you don't. Is that uh-huh. what you're trying to say? Yeah. I have no formal training, but I will pretend like I know the most in the room. Sure. Food. So you yeah. get, you get into the uh, kitchen if yeah. you're cool and a guy. Uh huh. You get the uh, uh, set up the you know like Gordon Ramsay kind of thing yes. going on. Or? Yeah. You gotta have a boost block. Yeah. A, bo- a, a good cutting board, a good knife, and uh, like a towel around your. On your belt, you know, through the belt loop. Yeah, gotcha. All right. Yeah. So we got the. That's part of the but fashion. There's no way fashion and food kind of collide at that point. Yeah, it's becoming a cultured person. You know, you don't wear like the aprons with the chili peppers on them or anything like that. Um, it de- it depends. I would say. What do you think, Reed? I I personally don't. It's not super authentic. Right. I feel at, <laughs> like I'm forcing it. Yeah. Right? I'd rather yeah. just wipe my hands on my jeans. I got yeah, you. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, very, I think very, I think very, uh, very. being a, a poser foodie. There's this whole culture out yep. there. It's it's like, um, you you care so much about um, what you put in. You know, treating your body as a temple. So you 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 care so much about. Um, if you're cool. 
if you're cool, you, don't you get, know? Yeah. So what what do you, what exactly would be a key here, like, when it comes to food? Yeah, what's a cool food? What constitutes that? Um, basically, um, the more the food requires, like, an acquired taste. Oh. Um, the cooler it is. Is this why fermentation is so popular right now? Yes, kombucha. Kombucha. Yes. I've seen a lot of pickle recipes this year. Pickle the pickle the pickle onions. Everything. Pickled pickle everything. cauliflower, pickled yeah. radishes, and you just throw it on top I of stuff. I guess yeah. I really wasn't aware that there are trends. Oh yeah. Food trends. There's big like trends. Big time. Pickle. Mm-hmm. Like pickle and everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I had yeah. a pickle popsicle once in Mexico. It was terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I awesome. used to. Pi- oh, well, pickle? That. Like the flavor pickle? Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, not I don't, the flavor pickle. No, like pickling. Like pickling oh, things. Oh. Like, like Portlandia, oh, yeah. that Portlandia. Yeah, there's like, a show. There's a show that we watch. Pickling's, and yeah. Uh, they make a joke about how, like, in, there's that trend of people pickling everything. So that, it's, anyways. It's, it's that fermentation. Like canning? Like yeah. Canning? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fermentation. It takes time, you know. Oh. It's, it's got like a... It has nothing to do with pickles. The art is in the subtleties. I think that's why it's cool, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, okay. You could do an okay fermentation, or you could put in all the work, and you could make, like, the best pickles ever that will blow away all the other pickles. I and, think that's... And, and that's when you would find an artisan pickle. Yeah. That's right? And that's what's cool. The that's artisan. That's what's cool. Just yeah. saying artisan. Yeah. Like I'm gonna pay twelve when bucks for that pickle. pickle. That, that you don't mean pickle. An no, not an pickle. actual pickle. No, it, yeah, it, yeah, it could so be. When you no, say, by definition, an actual pickled item. Yes. A pickled item. A pickle yeah. is a pickling is a process. <laughs> so, like, what, what kind of pickled foods cucumber is what most people refer cucumber, to? Okay. Cucumber. Well, what, still cucumber. Yeah, but what do you pickle? Pickle uh, as in pickled uh, items. Often I pi- I pickle what onions. What kind of items? I pickle onions all the time. You pickle onions. I love pickled onions. Not pickle onions, but you like to pickle onions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like the beginning of like a Monty Python sketch really or something. <laughs> so with that in mind, uh, the cool foods being things that have to be uh-huh. acquired taste, does that mean sushi is cool? Sushi is definitely a cool food. Yeah, you guys should just throw out foods to me, and and if you're eating these, it means you're on the right track. If not, maybe you can... Here's a controversial one. I have a bit of my own opinion on this, but... Uh, frozen yogurt. What do you think? Froyo. Froyo. What do you think? Um, I think two thousand eight, two thousand nine. It was really cool. Now it's out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think it's just bad ice cream. Yeah, bad ice cream. Yeah. Get to, get a good quality. These, like vending machines everywhere with Froyo. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think you just got to spend a little bit more for some good ice cream, and then it's it's like not even close. Gosh, I'm not frozen really, yogurt. I'm not into yogurt. It's not good. I don't like. I like. Yogurt. I like regular yogurt. Yeah. What else is cool? That so I know if I'm eating anything that's cool. Ooh, uh, so pork, far, I'm not doing so well. Are pork rinds cool? I think pork rinds are cool. Uh, depends. Pork like, rinds like, are in yeah. because of keto. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So like yeah. keto irony. Yeah. Like, like I haven't found a pork rind I really like yet. You though. have. You have to find your. <laughs> this is going to be the most obnoxious thing. You have to find your like brand pig friendly pork rinds right yeah. like like <laughs> vegan pork rinds <laughs> vegan pork rinds. it's like what is that <laughs> oh man gotta find the i'm right annoying point. myself making these points yeah. don't worry i'm not that much like you have the whole, the whole point is being a poser right you don't actually know have to know but if being, you want to be cool so what you're saying is like if you want to be cool 
these are things that the culture is telling you. <laughs> yeah. That's your cultural comment, basically, yeah, is the culture is exactly. telling you. There's, the culture is telling you if you really want to be cool, you better know something about food or at least pose as if you do. If Exactly, because yeah. you don't want to look ignorant. And I think that's my cultural – if you look behind what I'm saying. You know, it's even no, last I'm week. with you. It's like every yeah. TV show, every young guy trying to woo a girl, he has her over, and he's really, really good at dicing. Dicing? Yeah. yeah uh, good, oh, like – Good like, knife skills. Yeah. 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 I don't good, know why. I pictured every I single, pictured him like playing Yahtzee. No, it's like these detective <laughs> shows or something. You yeah. know, he's, yeah. a, he's a loner, but he finally meets a girl, has her over, and he's really, really good at cooking. He's like, look at how very quickly good at I'm cutting these carrots while talking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not, not even not looking. Even looking that's cool. at the carrots. That, no, that's, that's cool. See, that's that is cool. cool. And it's just this cool. constant chop, 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 chop. And it's like, it's done. It's like, that was amazing. Yeah, that's cool. I can't even do that while I'm watching. That's cooler than food, is just being able to cut stuff really fast at my house is more like where in the world is there is there a knife in our house do we have a cutting board (laughs) it just doesn't cut for me like that wait you're not supposed to saw back and forth after you realize that you don't have any onions to cut or carrots so you have to go to the store and then you forget the other thing that's in the recipe you have to go to the store again right and then you get home you can't cut it because your knives don't work but it seems like in every one of these shows these young guys have a fully equipped kitchen almost like a chef yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a cool guy. That's probably why. Yeah, he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. <laughs> and I've had some people tell me, like, you've got to buy these knives because they're chef knives. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Fancy. This kind of thing. Uh, if you just buy, like, a, I don't know, basic chef knife, that's all you need. Just so, get a little sharpener. So being cool is not just about food in the sense of what you eat. It's it's how it's presented yeah, or how you it, present it. Yeah. It's, it's how you present yourself, right? Yeah. So I eat food that everyone else doesn't like. That's cool. Right? So yeah, exactly. Or especially in the Midwest, like you have your common food. So it's really cool to not like fast food or something like that. Yeah. So like that's what I was gonna bring up. Mm-hmm. I, I I've heard it said by people on the radio and so forth, like, oh, you're just you know they make it seem like you're just not cool if you ever 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 go to McDonald's. Yeah. I'm like, well, McDonald's. Is doing something right because they're booming business. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and people go. Well, all that's the time. that's the point. It's I probably myself, more I of go. an anti-consumerism thing, but yeah. But yeah, yeah but I mean, <laughs> but it's, you're not cool because it's not part of the food like a culture superficial. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I think McDonald's was cool before they pumped out a salad because that's like owning up to it, you know? Like, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. You were right. It was our fault. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> McDonald's putting a salad on the menu is a big apology. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when they, it's not cool. And I don't know why, but there was something inside of me that was angry when they started messing with the Happy Meal pieces. Yeah, like you could get apple slices instead of fries. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that. Come on. I don't know. I I if think that, ha- that's not a Happy Meal for a kid. That's a depressing meal. See, the, see, personally, filled with so many preservatives too. You might as well just eat the French fries. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, but it, but as a kid, you're like, I don't want apple slices. I want yeah. French fries. Yeah, bring I don't on want a the carton French of milk. Hold Give on, if Coke. you're going to a restaurant to pay for apple slices <laughs> as a healthy, dis- just figure your life out. That's not okay. Don't pay for apple slices. Go go find an apple. Go get an apple. Cut, cut it, it in slices. It's way cheaper that way. Yeah, my wife really likes apples. Like she, when she buys apples, 
like she'll buy the apple slices. It doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. And what on TV, doing, they're so cheap. Because okay. you see them in the shows. They walk down the streets in New York. They find a vendor. They just take one and we'll keep walking. I know. Yeah. Just grab and go, man. It's Walmart, Walmart is like throwing out produce every day because it just goes bad. Like People just throw that stuff at you when you maybe walk Maybe that's where McDonald's door. gets it. Yeah, maybe. Hey, it's, it's I don't know. I just, I just nothing happy about a Happy Meal there for yeah. me. So there's, there's they well, should call it Sad Meal. <laughs> I don't know if that would sell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it would today. Well, right, so, I mean, that sounds pretty cool, right? They should call it Melancholy Meal. I'd buy Ooh, that. I like the as a cool person, I would buy that. Yeah. There you go. I like that alliteration. Post that with a filter on Instagram. So, <laughs> so Drew, so fashion and now food. Fashion and food. Basically, um, your your fashion has got to be on point, but not trying too hard. Your food has to be super high quality. You got to spend fifteen bucks on a cheeseburger, otherwise you don't eat cheeseburgers. It's not cool. Gotcha. gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's got to eat the certain foods that certain people approve of. It's kind of like if you're really cool, then you're eating the Starbucks level of. Yeah, I'd say if you're gonna, uh, yeah, can, yeah. You don't know, understand what all I'm the, saying, like all those the gourmet. Food, mm-hmm. Yeah, all those foods that didn't run out during quarantine panic. Those are the cool foods. That's the stuff you want to eat. <laughs> <laughs> like that that ten dollar stick of butter. That's what you want. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. real butter. Yeah. That's imported. Unsalted. Imported. What well, makes a ton of sense? Now, do you have more uh, keys to cool coming um, up? Yeah, I think I think we're gonna be hitting on some other um, okay. key like I don't know areas of of life and culture. Of how the culture, so the culture thinks you're cool, if yeah. nothing else. Yeah, that's the important thing. If you don't get it by now, I'm commenting on how the entire culture pressures you to be a certain way. So, what? Just saying. Well, we are now nearing another end to another fantastic episode. We just keep rolling them out like There's, we talk about every single week. It was a good time. We have we brag on ourselves because we, we, we have to. Who else is? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> if you would brag on us, you could do so by leaving a five-star rating. How about that? Or yeah, just, five-star review. How about, like our page on Facebook. We got sure. a person in charge of our Facebook, so she's going to make sure we see it. How and, about any sort of comment? I don't care if it's bad. You know, just leave something. Leave the culture comments to me. Yeah, there you go. Leave the culture <laughs> comments to Drew, but give us comments about the podcast. We'd sure love to hear from you. We're still looking for a guest. You know, we want to interview somebody and uh, haven't had anybody DM us or say anything. We'd sure love to have somebody who's brave enough to come on the air with us. We just think it'd be fun. We just want to do a little spotlight with you, get to know you. So It's a fun time if yeah. you haven't done it. Yeah, so if you if you have any interest in that in that at all, we don't care how old you are, what you look like, uh, because it doesn't matter. It's just your voice. We're interested. And if in. you're not cool, I'll help you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let us know about that. Like I said, we're on Facebook and Instagram at in Snoo Hope Underground. We also have uh, Sunday mornings again. We we're back at uh, church. Yeah, that was this, good. When I say back at church, I mean in the church building. We're back in the building for Sunday morning services. Mm-hmm. The church is still very much alive, and uh, <clears throat> that includes people who are watching from home, having watched parties or just watching on their own. And I know a lot of people do that, watch online. So that's pretty cool. But uh, coming up, we got a holiday weekend, and then uh, but we're still going to be here with two services, eight forty-five, and uh, oh gosh, I forgot. 
ten thirty. Eight forty five and ten thirty. Yeah, they're the same <clears throat> same service times, right? It's Excuse always. me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's the same service times. I just forgot because it's been a while. Yeah, and uh, I was used to watching in my pajamas. You know? No more of that. I mean, I you could come in your pajamas. You just I guess I can, but might get fired. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, I probably you would could try. <laughs> but hey, yeah, welcome. Come on out uh, on Sunday. That's for sure. Spread the news. And you can just go to our website, newhopechurch.cc, and watch watch Church 2, uh, which we call Church at Home. So you can check that out. We stream at 9 Yeah, we stream, we stream live for the first time this weekend. It was, I, was, I was nervous about it. I don't know if it went well it. or not, because I didn't get to see it, of course. I was nervous about it, but I think it went okay. Let us know if you if, if you guys watch live stream, how, how, you, how it felt. Yeah, we'd love to hear some feedback on that. So really what we're asking for is feedback on anything, folks. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, even if you just want to hang out. We love we know a lot of a lot of you listen underground faithfully and we'd appreciate just giving us a little bit of you know, give us a sentence or two. It doesn't take very long, you know. And uh just let us know. Yeah, we'd love to hear about well, what your experience has been with the with the online streaming. That'd be great. So uh, I got a little Jesus talk for us before we get done. Bring it on. And I and I really don't know where I'm going with this, to be flat out honest. Uh, I'm just kind of throwing this out there, but I think it's um, it's easy in this world to get discouraged, and obviously mm-hmm. there's there's plenty in the scripture uh, talking you know t- talking about people who got discouraged. The first person that comes to mind in the Bible is Elijah. Elijah was a guy who was on a, a hilltop experience, and uh, Matthew, or, sorry Matthew, <laughs> it's in the Old Testament. I was going to say that's that yeah. seemed a little later, but yeah, First Kings chapter eighteen. He had a hilltop experience where he was <clears throat> going against the Baal prophets and the sacrifices and the fire came down from heaven. And if you remember that story, basically he had a fantastic victory uh, for the whole country, for God. You know, a lot of great things happened. Then he ran away and hid because he was afraid for his life because he's being chased down by a couple people. So kind of up and down <clears throat> life there. That's the way our lives are. I mean, we have some highlight mountain type moments. We have valleys, and uh, life can be encouraging and life can be discouraging. And I think that uh, I, I really don't have a lot of advice on this. Not, and that really wasn't my point. As much to say that um, Jesus also understands that. You know, he he understand. How could he not understand discouragement when one of his friends betrays him, another really good friend denies him, and a lot of other friends just kind of leave him. Leave him to, literally to die, mm-hmm. and I, I just can't help but think that that Jesus didn't understand discouragement to some sort of degree, and I think that that's what's uh, just. I think that I take great solace in that because it's easy to be discouraged when things don't go your way, when you just don't think. You're just not exactly sure if your job's right or if your marriage is right or if your kids are right or if your uh, financial situation is right or uh, people around you, whether or not even friends are actually caring about you or whether they're just kind of fake. You know, I, I think that a lot of discouragement can come from a lot of those different kinds of things. You just kind of wake up one day and just think, man, is this what my life's become? And I'm not trying to say that just to be a downer. I'm saying it because I think it's true. You know, I think a lot of us really deal with that. And uh, God has God has a plan for that, and that is, mm-hmm. He has told us that life is worth living. That there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, 
things to our life that we don't even give attention to many times because we're just not spiritual. We don't look with spiritual eyes. And if we actually took the time to look with some spiritual eyes, we'd see uh, that, that God has redeemed our lives, that he, through the power of Jesus and through the actions and love of Jesus, that he has redeemed us. And he's redeemed us in a very real way, a God that has come to know how we feel in every sort of way, even through discouragement. And he knows that we need to be picked up. You know, it says in the scripture that we are to love one another, but we are to encourage one another, build each other up for the sake of the church, for the sake of the gospel. And I don't think Paul wrote that just for the heck of it or just thought, well, this will, this will help the church become more popular or more successful. I think what he was saying was we are the church, and so therefore when we build each other up, we are building up the church, not for the sake of looking like we're some big deal in town and have a great building and can invite people on a Sunday, but for the sake of our actual hearts and lives to be built up and encouraged because we so desperately need it all the time. It's so easy to fall into discouragement. So today, affirm somebody, lift them up, you know, be, say a kind word. Uh, we talked about the power of kindness just recently, and today, encourage, 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 encourage. Hey, it's Dad. So needed. Dad. Yes, son. You, you're a great podcaster. <laughs> you're great hey, at thanks. what you do. You are too. Keep you're it so up. cool.